And now, The Mentors, one of the most popular and unique shows on the radio today. Each week, one of our four remarkable CEOs, including Tom Lord, John Phillips, and Rick Brutico, will challenge your thinking about life and work. Sought after for their success and for consistently putting people first, treating employees and customers with respect, and helping others succeed, now these same CEOs, the mentors, want to help you achieve your highest level of profitability, success, and personal fulfillment in life, at work, and in business. Now, here's your mentor. Well, hello again. And welcome to the Mentors Radio Show. I'm Rick Rudico, your host for today, and it is a pleasure to be with you for this show. Today's show is a look forward into 2018. My guest and I will discuss the economy, a bit of politics reflecting on the new tax changes, investments, with a closer focus on real estate investing. Our focus on real estate is because my guest is a longtime expert in the field, literally spending his entire career building the county of Orange here in California. Every year, I start off looking ahead and give my listeners and readers a view of what to look for in the coming year. We will hear a bit about my guest background in a couple of minutes, but first a bit about the show, especially for our new listeners. We, the mentors, are hosts, CEOs who look to interview accomplished people in work and life. In fact, it is the interviewee that is actually the mentor. I will try to point out important points as I ask the questions and things that I believe you should all focus on, or clarify with questions and further explanations any guest answer that may need such clarification. But our real objective is to learn from the, from the interviewee, from, the, for our, from our true mentor. Why? Because our objective is to challenge your thinking about life and work. You can be sure that you will hear wisdom from my guest today. Why wisdom? Why not intellect or smarts? Well, my personal definition of wisdom is knowledge modified by experience through time. It is that experience over many, many years and many situations that enhances our knowledge, leading us in a certain direction. We never stop learning or growing. If you feel you know it all, then hang up your cleats because your game is finished for you. We're always learning. Today's interview will provide you with food for thought backed by years of wisdom to help you plan and execute in 2018. It should inspire you, encourage you, convince you that you can succeed Because here in our country, with our unique capitalistic system, we are able to build very good businesses or expand and grow the businesses we're already in. But always be aware, failures and frustrating things along the way will happen. I have yet to meet an interviewee or any successful person who has not experienced those problems on their journey. And often the failures are the best teachers. But I also always hear the same refrain, perseverance leads to success. So in other words, get a plan, execute it, and stick with it. So listen for the pearls of wisdom that can only come from experience of those who have walked the road before us. Business and life is especially about managing risk. Today's guest has some important information to tell us. So stay with us. But before we get started, I want to remind you, call 24 hours a day at 844-610-TALK. That's 8255, 844-610-8255. Or email us. The easiest way, actually, is to go to our website, thementorsradio.com, where you will find show notes, archives, podcasts, links to our sponsors, and some other items such as books that we've reviewed and things like that that can be available to you. Speaking of those sponsors, we want to welcome our newest sponsor, MyPillow. I like MyPillow, but my wife loves hers. So call 800-890-6632. Or go to MyPillow.com and please use the promo code MENTORS in either case. And remember, call us anytime. Our producer listens to all of the recorded calls that come in. Well, today, I want to introduce my guest. We'll be speaking with Tim Strader. I cannot possibly do justice to his background. And although I've known Tim for over 20 years as a friend, an advisor, a fellow pilgrim, and as an associate in philanthropy, I'm constantly learning something new about him every day. And by the way, I'm constantly learning something from him every day. You see, Tim is a very accomplished and extremely active person. I'll just give you a few facts and let him fill in the rest. He's a a graduate of John Carroll University in Ohio, a member of a barbershop quartet when he was there. Now, I haven't asked him that, but that was something new I learned just recently. He's got a JD degree. That's a law degree. 
from UCLA. He has been a student in special courses in business at Harvard and completed those courses. And he was the founder of the first Legatus chapter on the West Coast. And I think that's the chapter west of the Mississippi. I might ask him that. I don't think there was anything before him. He's an adjunct professor at University of California, Irvine. And the husband of Susan. And I know that's his greatest accomplishment. But if I don't stop, we will run out of time. So let me introduce a lawyer turned real estate developer, a college professor who is hyperactive in the arts and philanthropy. And let me say hello to Tim. How are you doing, Tim? I'm doing great, Rick, and thanks for inviting me on your show. Well, what a pleasure to have you. I, I know we've had so many conversations over the years, and I honestly, and I say this honestly, listeners, I don't know anybody who has a more uh, varied background in some ways, but yet a very focused background. Um, you know, Tim, there's so many topics that you and I have discussed over the years, and we could do a whole series, probably more than one hour, and maybe that's not a bad idea. But I thought maybe you'd take the next couple of minutes and just fill in the blanks on your career. We may not even get it done in this segment, but I'd like people to hear your story. Not only is it interesting, it really is an unusual story, and it shows people how when you want to do something, you can always find a way. Would you mind doing that, Tim? I'd be happy to do that, Rick. And uh, maybe I can just start by saying I never thought I would end up being in business as a real estate developer. Uh, I had always wanted to be a lawyer, a trial lawyer, and I started my career doing that. But as we find in life, uh, as you progress, you come upon opportunities. And how I ended up in the real estate business was that uh, I was involved in a trial involving a developer in Orange County, and uh, I did a good job and won the case. And that developer called me the next week and said, gee, I'd really like to have you come and join me as my general counsel. And so that was the beginning of my involvement in the real estate business. Now, this goes way back to the 1970s. But uh, the thing that I'd like to put across uh, for people is that life is a journey. And in that journey, you have to prepare yourself for opportunities. And so uh, after becoming uh, the general counsel for Don Cole, uh, we proceeded to develop real estate up and down the West Coast, and that was in 1972 and 1984. I then left to start my own company, again in the real estate development business, but at all times utilizing the education that I received in law school because with that education, I was able to negotiate transactions and to be able to respond in negotiating sessions without saying, oh, I have to call my lawyer and see uh, whether we can proceed that way. So, Tim, uh, Tim I, do you I, mind if we stop right there because we're coming up against sure. a hard break? One, one fact I would like to let our audience know, especially those that aren't in Orange County or California, when he mentions uh, the coal company and Don Cole, he's talking about one, uh, I know Don Cole has passed now, but he's one of the, the original developers of this amazing South Orange County area. And Tim was right there, not only as his counsel, but his partner for so many years. So we're going to pick up that Tim story right after break. Please stay with us. You're listening to The Mentors Radio and my guest, Tim Strader. Hello, I'm Mike Mendel, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. MyPillow is now offering 50% off their four-pack special plus free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com or call 1-800-890-6632, 1-800-890-6632, and use promo code MENTORS. That's 50% off plus free shipping. Don't delay. Order now. 
Imagine waking up and walking just eight steps to your work. No commute, no traffic. You set your own hours, full-time or part-time. Your choice. Supplement your income, replace your income. It's up to you. Hopeinacan.com can help you get there. These aren't empty promises. When Catherine, a popular hairstylist back east, became ill and needed different work, she became part of the Hope in a Can team. Within two years, she not only regained her health, but also more than replaced her income. Mary, a nurse and mother of nine in the Midwest, quit nursing to be with her family and work from home. Her income put nine children through college. A near-retirement dentist is happily building a post-retirement business. What are your goals? Call now, toll-free to learn more. 855-921-HOPE. That's 855-921-HOPE. Or go to hopeinacan.com. That's hopeinacan.com. Hopeinacan.com. And now, back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. Well, welcome back. You're listening to The Mentors, and I'm your mentor host, Rick Prudico. Today, we're honored to have as a guest, Tim Strader, who for years has been in the real estate uh, business and in in almost all facets of it. Uh, And I'm anxious for Tim to pick up his story, which is both interesting and there's just a lot of information we can learn from that. I want to start with uh, just saying and repeating what he said already. And so you, you listeners should think about this. You know, if you if when you're in your career, you think about the opportunities and how they come about. And I always say some people point to people who are successful and say, oh, that guy was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. I very, very seldom have found somebody that is that category who is successful. I guess every once in a while I have. However, I must tell you, even if you're born with a silver spoon in your mouth, you got to know to open your mouth. So remember opportunities and look for them along the way. Tim, would you mind picking up the, the story where you left off? No, I'd be happy to because uh, part of the story is that uh, while I was a freshman in college, uh, my dad died. And so from that point on, uh, it was my responsibility to go ahead and prepare my life journey. And so in order to do that, one of the most important things, I think, is you have to have an education. And so uh, I would urge everyone to understand that you must continue to learn constantly because the things that are changing uh, require you to be adept at dealing with change. And in that regard, there's a couple of books that I would recommend to the listeners. And I think one of the best books I've read uh, is Rick Warren's Purpose Driven Life. And I'd just like to quote a little bit from that. It says, uh, Rick Warren says on page 22, consider your dreams, clarify your values, set some goals, figure out what you're good at, aim high, Go for it. Be disciplined. Believe you can achieve your goals, involve others, and never give up. That, to me, is advice that everyone should take to heart. Now, in addition, I talked a little bit about change. Another great book I'd recommend to the listeners is a book by Spencer Johnson uh, on Who Moved My Cheese? And the purpose of that book is to how to deal with change in your work and in your life. And from the standpoint of managing change in your life, that is one of the talents you need to really focus on. Because, Rick, I think you would admit, as I would, that the amount of change that has occurred in our lifetime in the United States has been spectacular. And without your ability to deal with it, you're going to be behind the eight ball. Well, you're right on, Tim. And, and you know, so often that is the case with people looking at technology, which, as you know, is my background. Uh, but the the reality of the situation is, while technology has changed tremendously, not just because of technology, but because of all of the things that have taken place, business has changed tremendously as well. And so I, I just think that those two suggestions, I have read Who Moved My Cheese, but and I certainly am very impressed with a lot of Rick Warren's writing, but I've never read that book, and I assure you I will, based on that little tip there. All right, well, then let me go to the next step, which I think is very important, and that is I've never had a job I didn't like, and I've had lots of jobs, and every one of them I learned something from that I was able to take as a life lesson 
and apply later in life to whatever opportunity came my way. So the first thing I'd like to have everybody understand is don't be afraid to change jobs. A lot of people come out of college and they decide they're going to go and they're going to do something in their lifetime. Well, that's no longer the way the business community works. Today, you have to be able to do a multiple uh, of things, and uh, that's an opportunity, and it's a good thing. So I'm sure I know you, Rick, and uh, you've done that in your lifetime as well. You want to share that a little bit? Well, I, thank you for that. I, uh, you're absolutely right. In fact, I think back uh, uh, from the military, I ended up by just blind luck getting into uh, what was the advent, the beginning of the computer area when computers cost millions of dollars and only the largest companies had them. And here I am sitting talking to you off of a laptop that has probably 10,000 times the power that that original computers that I purchased years ago uh, to run my service business. So, and and you're absolutely right. Look at the way the business has changed and industry has changed. And I know we're going to talk a little bit about that when we get to real estate because we're seeing a whole new environment in retail because of the way it's changed. So I think being flexible, being ready to do something, uh, being being prepared, and, and that's why I qualify wisdom as experience because it's not just what you learned in school. It's not opening the book and going going to page 22, and that's what it says to do. I shouldn't have said that because that's Rick Warren's page you quoted. But nonetheless, it's not just that. It's applying all this information, putting it together, and working in a creative fashion. So, you know, I'm, I'm very appreciative of you making those kinds of suggestions to our audience. Um, but, Tim, going a little further, I don't know if there's some other uh, part of the background that you really want to go into. Uh, is there? Because I, I don't want to cut short any of that either. Well, uh, I guess I kind of left it where uh, I got involved with Don Cole in the development business. But uh, prior to that time, uh, what happened was when I was a lawyer practicing law, uh, I ended up with clients who were involved in real estate. And one of the most important aspects of the real estate process is valuation. And so I took the MAI appraisal course to understand how to value real estate. And that particular thing I use every day. And so, uh, again, I want to talk about uh, utilizing uh, information that is available. And in that regard, there's a couple of things I'd like to talk about. First, I think the best uh, capitalist tool, as Forbes used to say, is the Wall Street Journal. I think it's the best uh, information available currently in the marketplace on both uh, the stock market and all aspects of business. In addition, I read. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you add today that it's the only only uh, uh, newspaper available today that that is actually still giving us full story news. It's not just a little headline. We're getting full full things. It just seems to me it, you're absolutely right. It's it's the only source that we can go to today to give us the, the entire story, both in business and in life. I couldn't agree with you more, Rick. And also, I read Bloomberg Business Week, which I think is one of the finest business publications. They go in-depth on all kinds of important new products and new businesses. And uh, I think it's important that you get this information so that you can make informed decisions about your business, whatever it may be. So uh, from the standpoint of real estate, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the real estate business because uh, many people uh, don't understand the various different ways that they can be involved in the real estate business. Well, let me just say that uh, single-family residence is probably everybody's individual largest investment in their lifetime. And so to understand the single-family business, uh, again, you need to prepare yourself with an education that gives you the tools so that you can deal with an analysis of the opportunity. Now, in addition to the single-family business, we have multifamily, which we also call apartments. And uh, so after that, there are office buildings, then there are retail shopping centers, and then there are industrial buildings. And so you have to decide from the standpoint of an investment in real estate, uh, which particular part of the market and which area in the country you want to invest in that real estate. 
Now, in addition to that, it's very difficult to invest in real estate without having a large amount of money so that you can take an individual project. But there are some new opportunities. There is a group called the Rich Uncles, and uh, they put together uh, what is really a real estate investment trust, an opportunity for individuals to get together and join in an investment uh, of larger properties that they could not access themselves. So, okay, Tim, Tim, we're coming yeah. to break again. I know it goes so fast, when, but I, uh, let's pick it right up right there after the break. Uh, listeners, you hope you've got some of these things written, some of these things down. I'm going to ask Tim specifically what he thinks is going to happen in each of these market areas he's talking about in 2018. So stick with us. Americans have been traveling down the health insurance highway for decades. But lately, it's been taking us to places we don't want to go. For Christians, it's hard to know which road to take. Or is it? Samaritan Ministries provides a different direction, a biblical path for their members to pray for each other and share financially in each other's medical needs. This idea that Samaritan has adopted from the book of Acts should permeate all parts of our lives, not just health sharing. We, as a body of believers, are living out New Testament Christianity. This is what God intended for the church. Looking for a new direction for your health care? Join the hundreds of thousands of Samaritan Ministries members who are faithfully sharing millions of dollars in medical needs each month. For more information, visit us online at SamaritanMinistries.org. That's SamaritanMinistries.org. Are you struggling with how to practice your faith at work? Get answers to your questions and much more on the Catholic Business Journal. Focusing on careers and business with a Catholic perspective. That's CatholicBusinessJournal.biz. The Catholic Business Journal, generating a return on principle. CatholicBusinessJournal.biz. CatholicBusinessJournal.biz. This is a church, a church that might be like yours with beautiful stained glass windows. Through the years, time and weather took their toll, so the people in this church went online and found Willethauser Architectural Glass. Willethauser did a free inspection and evaluation of the church's windows. Then their craftsmen, with over 120 years of stained glass design and restoration experience, brought the church's stained glass windows back to life. Willethauser.com. Attention salespeople. Are you struggling trying to make sales on a daily basis so you can earn more money and enjoy a better lifestyle? Are you sick and tired of prospects telling you they want to think about it and not being able to pay your bills? End all that now by going to www.minutestosales.com and sign up for my free webinar. Hello, I'm Jeff Motter and I regularly hear from salespeople and business owners who are struggling to get more sales because they don't know how to sell in a clear and convincing way. And that was me when I started out in sales more than 35 years ago. I knew I had a great product that made people's lives better, but for some reason I just didn't know how to tell people about it in a clear and convincing way. I couldn't even close the door, so to speak. But all that changed when I cracked the code. Since then I've helped hundreds of people to understand the process and be able to sell at will. If you'd like to start making more sales immediately, sign up for my free webinar at www.minutestosales.com where you can experience for yourself my simple, amazing process and see how it instantly improves your sales ability. Go to www.minutestosales.com today and sign up for my free webinar. Talk to you soon. And now, back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. Well, you're listening to The Mentors, and thanks for uh, listening in today. I'm Rick Brudico, your mentor host. This week, we're talking with Tim Strader, lawyer, savvy businessman, real estate expert, philanthropist, community leader in government, the arts, and charities. And Tim's telling us some, giving us some very interesting tips about why it's important to stay current and know what's going on in the market because the market is changing so quickly, just as we came to the last break, Tim was mentioning something called rich uncles as a way for people who don't have a lot of money to invest, but to participate in a diversified portfolio of real estate. So, Tim, I'm wondering if you could just keep going along that line of thought and, and, and fill in the listeners as to what this opportunity allows them to do. Okay, uh, I'd be happy to, Rick. And uh, something that I think if you're going to be involved in the real estate 
investment area you need to understand is that the market changes and it changes dramatically and something that's going to have an impact on the single family uh, residential market is the new tax law and the new tax law has some limitations that have been put in uh, specifically in California and in the United States it will limit the amount of property taxes that you can deduct against your federal taxes to $10,000 a year. Well, in California, our property tax is based upon 1% uh, of the value of the property. That means if you live in a property that is valued at more than $1 million, that additional property tax will no longer be deductible uh, on your federal income tax. Another thing is that prior to the new tax law, and they have said for everybody who already has a loan on their single-family residence that you are grandfathered in, and so you will be able to deduct interest on any loan up to $1 million. Uh, as of January 1 of this year, they have reduced that number to $750,000. So the question is, what impact will that have on uh, real estate in California? And uh, I think the uh, jury's out on it uh, because uh, most of the homes up in the Bay Area uh, are in excess of a million dollars. And so uh, whether people will continue to desire to have a second home, which will no longer be deductible, or some of the other things, the jury's out on that. And I just wanted to give that information out to uh, your listeners so that uh, they are aware of these things that will be changing in California. Tim, what so, do you think what do you think the impact will be so cuz you're in the development area? So I'm a I'm a builder in any in action in any state it's true because there's in many states we have houses that are well, well over a million dollars although it wouldn't be the great number of them like they are in California but uh, the question I guess is you know are you, are we going to see people stop building these really large homes? What, what impact do you think it's going to have on the on the construction and therefore the availability of product? Well, uh Thank you for that, because that is the probably biggest challenge facing California in the future, and that is, uh, for our generation, uh, we were lucky. We uh, were uh, growing up in a period when we were able to get into the real estate market and buy our first home, and then reinvest and buy a second, uh, and then reinvest again. and keep uh, ratcheting up the values of what we were able to afford. But really for the kids, for the uh, uh, millennials and the generation from the 20s to the 30s, many of them are now priced out of the market. And as a result, that is impacting the multifamily market, which are the apartments, because they are now living in apartments. And the question is, uh, will this have an impact uh, preventing them from then buying a home to move out of the apartment. Uh, and again, the jury's out on that question, but at this particular point in time, the multifamily market in California is probably overbuilt, and uh, this has all happened in the last couple of years. So as you can see, uh, the tax law has the biggest impact on real estate decisions. And uh, so... I don't know the answer to your question. Uh, I think the jury will be out on that, and uh, later in the year, uh, maybe we'll have a better handle on it. By the way, you know, this tax simplification package ended up 500 and, I think, 10 pages. And then I can tell you, as a lawyer who deals with income tax uh, daily, uh, by the time they get the regulations done, that'll be another 1,500 pages. So uh, the... Uh, accountants and the tax lawyers are going to have a field day uh, going forward. And uh, so the impacts are something we're going to deal with probably six months out from now. So much for doing our taxes on a pa- on a postcard. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that was the theory, but it's not going to end up that way. Well, well since rate. you brought, brought up the tax law, um, what do you think, you know, I, I, I've got my own opinion on this, but I'd like to hear what you think. I mean, the the reduction in the taxes, especially for corporations, pass-throughs, for partnerships and individuals, um, 
I, I think we're already seeing an effect where it's having a positive impact on the economy. Would you agree with that? Well, what a great segue, and thank you for that, uh, Rick, because I do agree with that, and I'd like to talk a little bit about how to approach investment strategy in 2018 for people living in California. So with that, I have to put out uh, one uh, limitation on what I'm going to be saying, because everything we're going to discuss assumes there'll be no international political event. That will change everything, and uh, I think the investment market is now calling that a black swan event. So we're going to assume there won't be a black swan event. And based upon that, let's talk about the impact of the tax law on uh, the economy and the stock market. So I'd kind of like to start out by saying that, uh, again, make sure you read all the current things. And as it relates to the stock market, uh, you've got to watch uh, cable television and CNBC with Kramer and Fox Business and uh, you've got to weigh the positives and the negatives going forward. But uh, everything that I have studied indicates that the new tax law uh, and economic indicators are positive in the stock market for at least the next two years. Now, some economists... You, do you want to make a guess on what you think the market trend is going to be in the next say, one to two years? Uh, yes, it's going to be up. And I'm not. that's just not my... Uh, prognosis. I've gone to meetings of economists from the Bank of America, from J.P. Morgan, and all of the fundamentals, that's what we have to focus on. All of the fundamentals, which are earnings, okay, are going to increase. Now, I thought that the market had uh, priced that last year uh, when they were expecting the particular uh, bill to pass, but I'm amazed today is a good example the market opened up 200 points at over 26,000. It's gone up 1,000 points, I think, in the last 10 days. So that's what you call a momentum market. And so, well, Tim, we're breaking, coming to a break again, but I'd like that when you come back, if we can pick this up, and I want to ask you about the correction. You told me about that, and uh, I want to make the listeners aware of what you feel a correction could do for us so or to us. So with that, listeners, I wish you'd stay tuned, and we're going to hear some more uh, projections from Mr. Tim Strader, uh, especially some more involvement in real estate and the tax advantages thereof. Stay, stay tuned to the station. In classrooms across America, students are not learning the same history you did. Last year, McGraw-Hill apologized for calling slave trade immigration, and a popular world history textbook devotes a full chapter to Islam and Muhammad, but only a few sentences to Christianity and Christ. Recent federal testing shows students are far worse in knowledge of U.S. history than in math. Only 12% of high school students are proficient in U.S. history. Today's history textbooks not only fail to engage, they favor political correctness over true history. This is a serious problem that has a far-reaching impact on our culture and our future. What are your kids and grandkids learning? At CatholicTextbookProject.com, you'll find fresh, accurate, engaging history textbooks. Used in Catholic schools in more than 60 dioceses, these textbooks are highly praised by all, even award-winning secular university professors. Go to CatholicTextbookProject.com to find out why. Americans have been traveling down the health insurance highway for decades. But lately, it's been taking us to places we don't want to go. For Christians, it's hard to know which road to take. Or is it? Samaritan Ministries provides a different direction, a biblical path for their members to pray for each other and share financially in each other's medical needs. This idea that Samaritan has adopted from the book of Acts should permeate all parts of our lives, not just health sharing. We, as a body of believers, are living out New Testament Christianity. This is what God intended for the church. Looking for a new direction for your health care? Join the hundreds of thousands of Samaritan Ministries members who are faithfully sharing millions of dollars in medical needs each month. For more information, visit us online at SamaritanMinistries.org. That's SamaritanMinistries.org.
And now, back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. Welcome back to The Mentors. Uh, I'm your mentor host, Rick Brudico, and today we're talking with Tim Strader, attorney, businessman, real estate, and now prognosticator for 2018. So place your bets, as they say. Uh, Tim, I'd like you to pick up on that. I know one time we talked about, you've, you've said this would be a positive trend. I think most analysts are saying it could be as little as 3%, maybe as much as 8 9% next year. Um, what about a correction? What, what, what can you say about that? Okay, thanks, Rick, because uh, I have heard that from the economists. They say that uh, we have this bull market. It's a, been a long bull market. And so, uh, as you know, economists deal with history. And so, based upon historic market events of the past, they believe that uh, there could be a 3 to 10% correction. But again, in this momentum market where you're going up 1,000 points in 10 days, uh, and the market's at 25,000, uh, that would be like a 2,000-point correction. That would only take us back a couple of months as to where the market was. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I, I would say that, uh, the again, has the market priced in all the good news? And what is the good news? The good news is, of course, the tax law. But in addition, which the... Uh, media has not been willing to cover is the reduction in regulation that has occurred in the uh, country as a result of uh, President Trump's policies in the last year. And I don't think that's been priced into the market. So from the standpoint of going forward, uh, I would say that uh, you need to kind of focus on what you really want going forward. So uh, I will prognosticate, and uh, you'll probably uh, call me on the phone in about three months and say, well, you had a chance and you missed it, and that's okay, (laughs) because uh, I really believe that uh, I'm going to be buying some stocks, even though everybody says, no, no, they're priced too high, they're priced too high. Well, that's based upon historical uh, market uh, techniques. And when you're in a momentum market like this is, and by momentum, what does that mean? It means that uh, people uh, are optimistic about the economic future of the country and want to participate in that. And one of the few ways they can participate in it is through the stock market. So I'm going to be continuing to purchase tech stocks and dividend stocks. And at the same time, I have gone from a lot of individual stocks uh, to ETFs, which are bundles. And uh, so by having bundles, that is a diversification that protects me on the downside because you cannot always be right in picking stocks. And so you have to have some kind of a bundle of stocks to make sure that uh, you are going to participate without having the difficulty of... uh, you know, like Sears. Look at poor Sears. They were one of the great members of the Dow Jones. Uh, they are uh, historical in the United States. They've come upon hard times, and uh, most of the major retailers are also uh, suffering as a result of the internet and the internet sales and Amazon. I'm going to buy Amazon. I really think that uh, what they're doing going forward is going to uh, cut back on the major retailers. I'm not uh, a wizard. I mean, I just, everybody that I read says that, and I agree with it. So from the standpoint of uh, going forward, uh, the other thing is we are at all-time low interest rates. And the economists I talk to and listen to say uh, they don't see interest rates going up. And so if you have a loan, okay, and this is something individuals should always be aware of, Uh, you should consider refinancing the loan at these low rates. So if you have any loans that you can refinance, now's the time to do it. Get out there and get a hold of those good rates that are available. Uh, The other thing is, uh, from the standpoint of uh, real estate, 
uh, it's pretty tough to find a real estate project in California uh, because they've been fairly priced since 2008. 2008, you could have bought all the real estate you wanted. Now we're back to pre-2008 values. And so I would invest in real estate projects outside of California. And uh, in that regard, uh, I'm investing with a group, and we've just purchased an office building in Seattle and uh, closed an office building in Utah. So there's plenty of opportunities in those markets to still obtain a return of 7% to 10%. And uh, so I would recommend that people uh, figure out what it is they want to do going forward, but I am not afraid of the stock market. Rick, how about you? Well, I'm, I couldn't agree with you more. I always tell my listeners, the only thing I'll tell you about the stock market, don't be a trader, be an investor. You're not smart enough. You don't have the resources. You don't have the, the computing power. You, you know, these big investors can change the course of a market in two seconds. Uh, so the question is, do you want to invest? And if you invest over the long term, just like with real estate, buy something that's going to produce something for you. Tim just mentioned per, uh, preferred stocks or dividend yielding stocks. Um, you know, that's the point. You're going to get a return. And what you're pl- playing on is the long-term growth of the company. Con- company, And as the countries grow, of course, that makes it all the better. Tim, I want to talk to you about uh, a little bit more about analyzing things. And, and your, uh, I know a piece you have an education, but I want to ask you just one question. Uh, do you think in the, um, in the real estate market, uh, given your comments on Amazon, giving Sears, the comments on Sears, and about the only thing that's holding them up is their real estate, uh, the question is, is retail dead? Are we going to see all these malls turned into homes or something else? Uh, my answer to that is no, because uh, as you can see, uh, there are two uh, malls in Southern California that uh, are immune, and that's the Sagerstrom Center in Costa Mesa. It's over a million square feet. It does $1.8 billion in taxable sales. Uh, that particular mall is uh, solid. There's also the Fashion Island Mall in Newport Beach, uh, owned by the Irvine Company, uh, and the tendencies that they have in those malls and the the desirability of the location is such that those malls are just going to be fine. But then if you look at a place like, say, Stockton or Fresno, and you have some of these large tenants who are canceling their leases, they're just... I think, uh, what did we just see in the paper? Uh, Sam's Club is going to close 65 stores. That's mm-hmm. going to have an impact, but it'll be in secondary markets. So from the standpoint of the malls, uh, it's location, 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 which we like to talk about in real estate. And so I do think the other thing is that a lot of these online companies, for example, Amazon, uh, they're thinking of opening some uh, brick-and-mortar stores uh, for uh, places where people can come and pick up their uh, purchases. And so I think there's going to be uh, things happening, but I think for the large department stores, uh, Macy's and those, uh, they've got their challenge going forward with this Internet opportunity. Well, thank you, Tim. Again, it's getting time for our break, but uh, listeners pay attention because that's a real part of this uh, this uh, whole investment issue, and that is where to invest and what to invest in. And you just heard a great suggestion in looking at out-of-state investments as opposed to some of the very pricey investments in California and markets like New York and places like that. So stick with us, and we'll be right back with Tim Strader. I had like memory foams, I had feather pillows, and I'd always wake up with neck pain. After sleeping on my pillow, I didn't wake up with the headaches, I was more aligned. I didn't realize the connection between the pillow and sleep. When I switched to my pillow, I got a better night's sleep, and I love it. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs, and it holds that support all night long to take the pressure off your shoulders and keep your neck aligned so you get the best night's sleep of your life. My pillow is machine washable and dryable and comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and an amazing 10-year warranty. Plus, every my pillow is made in the USA. I personally guarantee that my pillow will be the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. MyPillow is now offering 50% off their four-pack special plus free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com or call 1-800-890-6632 and use promo code MENTORS. That's 50% off plus free shipping. Don't delay. Order now. 
In classrooms across America, students are not learning the same history you did. Last year, McGraw-Hill apologized for calling slave trade immigration, and a popular world history textbook devotes a full chapter to Islam and Muhammad, but only a few sentences to Christianity and Christ. Recent federal testing shows students are far worse in knowledge of U.S. history than in math. Only 12% of high school students are proficient in U.S. history. Today's history textbooks not only fail to engage, they favor political correctness over true history. This is a serious problem that has a far-reaching impact on our culture and our future. What are your kids and grandkids learning? At CatholicTextbookProject.com, you'll find fresh, accurate, engaging history textbooks. Used in Catholic schools in more than 60 dioceses, these textbooks are highly praised by all, even award-winning secular university professors. Go to CatholicTextbookProject.com to find out why. Imagine waking up and walking just eight steps to your work. No commute, no traffic. You set your own hours, full-time or part-time. Your choice. Supplement your income, replace your income. It's up to you. HopeInACan.com can help you get there. These aren't empty promises. When Catherine, a popular hairstylist back east, became ill and needed different work, she became part of the Hope in a Can team. Within two years, she not only regained her health, but also more than replaced her income. Mary, a nurse and mother of nine in the Midwest, quit nursing to be with her family and work from home. Her income put nine children through college. A near-retirement dentist is happily building a post-retirement business. What are your goals? Call now, toll free to learn more. 855-921-HOPE. That's 855-921-HOPE. Or go to hopeinacan.com. That's hopeinacan.com. Hopeinacan.com. And now, back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. Welcome back to The Mentors. You're listening to uh, Rick Brutico, your mentor host, and today I'm with Tim Strader, who's telling us all about the markets. Uh, we have only a short period of time left, Tim, and I remember one time, you, and you mentioned it today, too, the importance of preparing yourself with education. Could you, uh, you said something about an educational pyramid. We have very little time, but maybe you could describe that to the listeners, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, thanks, Rick. This is something I've shared with all of my kids and my grandchildren and my students at the University of California at Irvine, and that is most of us assume everybody is in the same position as we are in our life. And by doing that, uh, you really uh, sell yourself short because let's just assume, and this number is pretty close, uh, there's approximately 2.5 million born each year in the United States. And uh, let's just say... Uh, they're all required to attend elementary school by law. So we also assume everybody like us went and finished. Well, not everybody finishes elementary school, and say maybe 95%. So uh, if you're going to be in competition uh, for opportunities, you've got to put yourself in a position so that you can see more opportunities. Well, how do you do that? Well, we all go to high school, and, well, not really, maybe 90% go to high school, even though they're required by law to do it. And so we then assume everybody's going to finish, because I finished high school, and most of our listeners finished high school. But I have some bad news. Only 60% today are now finishing high school. So wow. we're now down to 1,280,000 people who finish high school in the United States who were born the same year you were born. Well, now... Uh, I always wanted to go to college, and I know Rick always wanted to go to college, and most of our listeners probably wanted to go to college, and so they're all going to go to college. Well, that's not true. Only maybe 50% will go on to college. So you're now down to 641,000 people born the same year that you were who are all in competition to become a success. Well, they're all going to finish college at start. Well, I got some bad news for you. That's not true. Only like 50% finished, so you're down to 320,000 people. Now, uh, I went to grad school, and uh, I know Rick did, and so uh, of those people, how many will go to grad school? Well, it's only like 10%. So you're down to 32,000 people. So if you then go to grad school, 
Are they all going to finish? No. Maybe half will finish. So you're down to 16,031 people born the same year you were born who are all uh, competing for those opportunities. Now, in addition, uh, California is 10% of the population in the United States, so you're down to 1,631. And even if you go to Orange County, we're 10% of the state, so you're down to 160. So as you can see, Rick, this to me tells why everybody should try to get the best education they can get, unless, of course, they know how to play baseball, football, basketball, <laughs> or can sing like uh, all these rock and roll specialists. Oh, thank you, Tim. We're, we've run out of time. What a great way to end this show. Uh, gosh, I hope everybody uh, writes that down. Um, the 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 it, It's really important that you prepare yourself for whatever you do in life. Even if you're a basketball player, you better shoot a lot of baskets. But his point is well taken. And so you're really not competing with that many people if you're prepared yourself educationally and through experience. Uh, I, I want you to know that uh, a lot of the things that Tim, we just didn't have time to talk about, but when Tim came to Southern Orange County, um, he was one of 200 people. And today we have well over 3 million people in, in the area. So you can see we're dealing with not only a savvy businessman, a lawyer, uh, a litigator, a partner, an investor, an expert, an entitlement expert, but a real pioneer. So uh, that kind of wraps up our show today. You've been listening to The Mentors Radio and uh, my guest, Tim Strader. Uh, I hope that you'll go to our podcast and uh, pick up the information that's there for you so that you can uh, uh, understand better uh, some of what our guest thinks and listen to these things, uh, these uh, archive podcasts over and over again. So this is Rick Brutico, your mentor host, signing off on this edition of The Mentors and reminding you to tune in again via the station that you're listening to right now or via live stream or via the podcast. And remember, every day, in every way, do your part to make our world a little better. Thanks for listening and look forward to seeing you next time. It's been The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. To get more information about the program or a sponsor, to download a podcast of today's show, or to leave a question for our host, go to TheMentorsRadio.com. That's www.TheMentorsRadio.com. The preceding program, copyright CBJ, LLC. All rights reserved.